starting to happen. Okay, I'm live. You're, you're live, so if you wanted to post it, it'd be on the um, YouTube channel. There should be something on the YouTube channel. I probably should check it, because I fucking recorded one one evening. Oh, will I not say anything? What's that? Will I not say anything? No, I'm saying I should probably check that it actually is live because I recorded one one evening with a mate. Yeah. And I, I lost. All right. The uh, See this here now? I can click on this and put the intro video on and that should be going live. Can you just see if it's on your on your phone on YouTube? Frank, if, Frank come on a man. me going on your phone now. I, I just subscribed to the channel, Joe. Do you mind? My, yeah, my no, channel? yeah, no, sorry. No. I should have subscribed. No, no, sure, look. <laughs> Oops. Okay, so that's... Brilliant. That's it. So yeah. There, that's us. That's amazing. Isn't it? It's great, look. Okay, your phone doesn't flip. Anyway, so I... You can share that if you want to, so I'll just help you along. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Copy links, then you put it into your face. Or do you, can you sell it? Or here, you do it. So I'll just share it like a normal thing. Yeah. Share this on my Facebook. It's the top of my head cut off there. Go so on. I recorded. One evening went live with a mate. It was the first time I actually put um, I, I put this event thing. You can do this live event thing on YouTube and you can say, I'm going to do, have a live broadcast on this date. Yeah. So I went, recorded it live. Or we, we set the whole thing up and we chatted for an hour. We actually had a nice little glass of whiskey. Mm. It was a great hour, a bit of banter. And I presumed the whole thing was broadcasting live. Mm. And uh, nothing was. And so you had people actually waiting, surprisingly. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's the first time I tried to do something like that. Pain yeah. loop, that. Gosh, I should do one. Yeah. Anyway, we're live. We're live now, yeah. So, um... Should, that, should we have it all said downstairs? Haven't we really... <laughs> well, you said you'd ask me a question. Oh, I'll ask you a question. Yeah. yeah. Grand, yeah. Uh, have you done a live podcast before? No, I haven't. Okay, first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's a year since, more or less a year since we met, since our first podcast. Oh, is it a year? Right, yeah. Yeah, it was around yeah. this time last year we said uh, it was 14 weeks to the marathon. Yeah, right, yeah, that's right, yeah. Because yeah. um, we basically had a 12-week training plan, yeah. Yeah, and 12 weeks, yeah, so and we went cool, for it, right? yeah. Wow. Um, mm. But, sorry, I have a que what was my question for you? So you've had a good year. Have I had a good year? Yeah, yeah I have. Um, yeah, because I did the marathon. That was a big deal for me. That was my yeah. first marathon. It was a big, uh, you know, kind of block in my mind. What can I do a marathon? And then I did it. Yeah. Uh, did a, I did a film over in a, over in the States, which should be 
coming out on gen- not not on general release, but we'll be doing the indie circuit this year. Yeah. I met a Amandine, who's now my girlfriend. Uh, oh. And nice. uh, at the electric picnic. So she's now she's your girlfriend. Uh, uh yeah. Does she call she you the boyfriend? Yeah, she introduces me as my as her boyfriend. Okay. That's nice, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's three big things. And we're babysitting your dog. She'd, oh, be, she'd be glued to this. That's right. Yeah. Bonnie's actually babysitting your dog, Amandine. Amandine's yeah. probably at a meeting now. She can't be watching this. Oh, I suppose, yeah. Uh, uh, mm. Over in Amsterdam. Okay. Hey, but I saw something on um, uh, Facebook that you posted about this new sitcom or might have the potential to get somewhere this guy said he was saying something about he's doing he's shooting the final episode or looking for inspiration I think he's going around Yonkers looking oh, for yeah. inspiration and you're in that oh sorry that's another thing I did yeah now yeah. so I went over to uh, uh, Kansas City again twice I did it Kansas City last year mm-hmm. uh, the first time I went over was around St. Patrick's Day and this guy had, was shooting a is it a teaser or something a pilot no it's not a pilot because it's not a full half hour. It's a something reel, a teasy reel or something. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, something like that. Something real. Yeah. Um, uh, and is this what to give you the taster of the of the uh, give a, a, companies the taster of what the potential for this is? That yeah, is? yeah. So it was uh, called McLean. It's it's called McLean Avenue, and uh, it was about basically Irish American family or, or uh, fr- family and friends uh, set around a, a real place called McLean Avenue in the Bronx mm. and I was actually playing a priest in it right uh, which is you know, typecast but it was a different kind <laughs> different kind of priest yeah so it was a shot there in Kansas City in a um, and then uh, I know that uh, they got they brought it to Netflix and he said he said also Amazon but I should read, you don't know. No, you don't. But yeah, yeah it'd be amazing for something like that now. Or that would it? Oh, yeah, Jesus, that'd be unbelievable, yeah. yeah. You'd have to move to New York. I would definitely. And would you would? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Very um, good. But you never know with those things. Mm. Um, even if something like that gets picked up, whether they, they then say, oh, but we want to cast. Yeah, I think... People. It's funny, you've no concept, or most, I'd say, people have no concept of the level to which, you know, this idea, say, of making it, right, or of getting the hit show, or getting the, um, all that is required, and the amount of non-hits that are required, almost. I mean, obviously, you can get a hit straight away, there's no rules about how things can work, but... Yeah, it'd very, it'd definitely be the exception. Yeah, to earn money, a lot of money, at something like that, it's... yeah. It's more, it's an exception, or it's a finite number it can happen. Yeah, yeah, but I think in America there's even more of uh, there's more shit being thrown at the wall, I suppose, to see what will stick. You know, there's a, a there's the uh, pilot season in LA. You've heard of the pilot no, season? No, I haven't. No, uh, they just make hundreds of pilots, right? And maybe and one or two might get picked up. Because um, be so rude, like. I don't know what you're like, but watching a, uh, a something on Netflix, it literally, maybe you'll give it an episode, maybe you'll give it two. Yeah. But that's it, like. And there might be three or four seasons there. 
or they might have, you know, they might have been one season, but the, the, what makes it brilliant? What makes it really good? Or how can somebody decide? Like Sopranos on one episode, did it suck you in straight away? We're just so impatient because we're inundated with these shows yeah, now. Yeah, particularly now, yeah. Yeah. I've started watching a thing called The Sinner, I think. Yeah, seen that, yeah. Saw the first one. Yeah, but I, I watched uh, the first two episodes... Um, good few months ago and I went ah no it's not that good and then I just started watching it again and went actually it is good it is <laughs> but good, it, yeah. it's just really weird that you can be so picky and even see something that's good and go ah, I don't know yeah so then deciding amongst a hundred but it's interesting that they go to the level mm-hmm. of making hundreds of them that's like you know it's because it's so easy obviously to bring shit to life nowadays whereas maybe years ago it wasn't you know what I mean by that like oh, but I'd say even to get something made that's that's unbelievable achievement to get, to get a pilot made to, to get a pilot made is an amazing achievement mm. and then to get past that is an incredible achievement mm. I, I read a thing about George Clooney like he he uh, before he got was it ER he became big in I think um, he'd done something like seven pilots that weren't weren't picked up mm. like you know what I mean? That's the the thing yeah. about it. Um, I think it is the, 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 because you say because it's such a creative side of the brain being used to 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 act. It is. It's almost the um, it's a it's a more gentle side of the brain that almost is used. Like it's not like building a wall, acting. You know, it's not the same side of the brain that's used. So then, for you to put the, something out there and it fails and then to go back again and it fails and to go back again and it fails mm. and to go back again and it fails. There has to be some love in there for... There has to be more love for the actual doing of it than the the applauds or the fucking... Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would have been very sensitive about that uh, uh, up until, I don't know, recently maybe, but uh, the whole thing is really that yeah i've learned my lesson that that's not really it's not personal at all no and it, and even um i was talking to this guy dan bell who's going to be in my next he's my next guest on my podcast he's a casting agent from la and uh but he's a former actor he's in wayne's world and dark man and uh so I just asked him, like, go, going from being an actor to a, a casting agent, is the right thing you'd, you'd learn from that? And he just said, like, it's not personal at all. You could be, you could go in and do, and, and do the best casting. You could be the best out of everyone they've seen, but you just might not have the right look for that particular mm. uh, uh, film or sitcom or ad or whatever. But, but you're still... You still might have impressed the director for a future something down down the road. You might yeah. you might stick in stick in his mind. He said he got he got um I think it was Wayne's World, he got he did a really bad casting. Just blew it. Right. But but uh the director still came back to him and said it was just he got the right look, like and he, he wanted him to come back. Mm. I uh, think it's kind of liberating though for somebody going in to do an audition to know it's not fucking personal you know it's all you can do I mean that's the case mm. with anything really I, I suppose but to hear 
it's nothing to do with you really it's to do with what they're looking for and I mean even if you do blow them away and you do the best fucking thing you could ever possibly do mm. still yeah say still though the taking it not taking it personal it's, and it's, it's really, really hard not really, to take it yeah, personal yeah. but it's it's the only way it's I the think. only way yeah yeah but it's very hard not to I find it very hard not to I mean after I do a, a, an audition I spend the next two hours I'm driving home I'm going oh I should have done that way I should have done that way because you know there's an infinite amount of ways you could read a line yeah Um, well it's high it is kind of high pressure I think you you, like say your man say um, this is totally different now but say somebody like Ryan Tuberty for example there's he gets an awful lot of abuse and he uh, obviously gets a bit of praise and not that this is I don't give a shit about this really but anyway I keep going uh, mm. but I I think the fact you know and people give out that he gets paid a fortune and all this but I I think that when say he's doing that nine o'clock uh, peak time two million people scrutinising every hand movement he makes mm. and the pressure of that I, I think there is a certain amount that I mean what's the point if you're not going to get paid a lot, some sort of, but then maybe there is the joy in doing like, you know, is there joy <laughs> and not getting paid? Can't you have both? But you, sorry, you know what you mean? Sorry. You what mean am I trying to say? Uh, I suppose, you know, say somebody has been trying to get in somewhere for a long, long, yeah. long, long, oh, long, yeah. long, 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 long time. And then finally say they get a peak time slot. Mm. Nine o'clock. And then people, three million people watching. And obviously every, inch of you is scrutinised yeah every yeah. breath you make every stupid sentence that you make yeah and I mean how many stupid sentences do you make every day so then I think you know he should get paid a fortune for it yeah it would be high pressure to do a chat show every week for for months every year um, definitely and then you're not getting guests I mean you know you can imagine the um, they're trying to get good guests and they can't them or something and then they yeah. I, I know I'm sure it happens and then someone cancels on them and they just end up bringing in oh, some Miriam random fucking Gallagher or somebody uh, or someone from Fair, well not saying Fair City is it but uh, you know yeah. maybe the usual and, crew uh, bound to be one of them at the end of the phone going oh yeah no I'm available <laughs> yeah. what do you think that thing is what do you think that um Say to be, there is, I'm always curious about this idea of, you know, what's, what is the need that's being fulfilled about, uh, say, getting on TV or... Don't know, I haven't been on, I'm not on TV, so why, why are you asking me? I mean, I've No, I'm curious, on. do you ever think about that? Like, you get up on stage, I mean, that's, like I've said to you before, that's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and you're totally putting yourself out there. No, to it's not. Uh, yeah, it is uh, to start out with. No, but I... Sure, when I go on stage, I'm, I'm in control of what's happening. Well, not really, I suppose. But, but uh, going on the chat show is far more lack of control. I mean, I've not done many chat shows. I mean, yeah. I do uh, the TV3 afternoon, uh, Man Friday thing, the afternoon thing sometimes. What's that? It's, uh, it's a panel thing in the afternoon. And usually it's all women, and then on a Friday they get all men. Mm. And there's a, a, a girl hosting it. And is it good? Do you enjoy oh, it? Well, I enjoy doing it, but mm. I never watch it back. But, uh, <laughs> mm. like, I should, mate. Why should I? No, why should I actually? Because I'm just. 
Well, you're just going to look at yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just going to scrutinise yourself. Yeah. And that, that's just fucking... Just doing it. But the other thing I did, I did do the Late Late Show when Pat Kenny was doing it. I did it once when Tuberty was doing it as well. Uh, but the time, one of the times I did Pat Kenny's Late Late Show, uh, if you're a stand-up, you know, they would say, send us in your material... And then um, Pat will just ask you questions that will lead you on to, to your, a joke. To the joke, and right? Everybody gets that. Like I think everybody watching the show kind of knows that, don't they? But that's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's come on and we keep going. Well, so I had some material about I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was about the Angelus, and I think I kind of went. I think that was my favorite show. Was the Angelus, like, and then I go, I kind of do a bit about it. The people looking into the distance and all that. And that was what was the opening with. So, and I'd just come back from a few gigs in Scotland. So, kind of just said, he kind of just said, ah, you're just, so you're just back from Scotland. What's it like over there? You know, just a bit of an intro. Ah, sure, it's grand, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, it's good that you're back from Scotland because you love watching TV. And like, that doesn't make any sense. There's no segue there at all for you. Like, because obviously they have TVs in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, that was supposed to be his segue for the Angelus. To watching the Angela. And it was just terrible. And I, but it's a live TV. So uh, for a millisecond, I just, you know, I just go, there was obviously a look of confusion on my face. <laughs> and then it hit me, oh, he wants me. And I just went into talking about the Angelus. But it didn't make sense that I started talking about the Angelus because. Oh, uh, I kind of had to go, yeah, I love watching TV, particularly The Angelus, but it doesn't, um, <laughs> anyway, oh. sure, that was Pat Kenny, I mean, he's, he's a decent bloke, but he's he, he great at politics, I always thought, but yeah. not great on just re- talking to people. Just that human interaction just seemed yeah. to be missing, whereas yeah. there was a bit of kind of argument required, or a bit of yeah oh, politics, politics or amazing. controversy he was, he was brilliant any kind yeah. of debate he was in his own I thought yeah, yeah. he was in his element but uh, yeah the interview with the celebrity not maybe a celebrity but even the interview with the celebrity with who just brought out a book he always seemed to put his foot in it like oh, I think it was just that you can even sense or, to feel the rigidness of him he just wasn't comfortable it was just yeah and also he was one of those guys that had the list of questions so it didn't matter if Say, for example, he's asked his first question and uh, and the guest said, well, I mean, that ring, you know, that's very personal to me now because my father just died yesterday. He would just ignore that <laughs> and would, go on yeah. to whatever his second question. <laughs> I mean, he told you, but he would. That was the... Um, but I think that's what everybody in the whole country watching him would kind of just feel that... That awkwardness just make you die for him a little bit because he was dying and then everybody else could feel that death. And what was worse, there was no recognition that I hate this. There was no acknowledgement that I'm, you know, if he was able to let go of that. Oh God, I hate this. I'd love to hear him say that. Can we not just talk about (laughs) pineapples or rashers or something? He made uh, made a few big errors, but do you remember his one on the toy show? where uh, he had a kid on who was, like, I think he, the kid was a really good break dancer or something. Okay. And he's a little kid. And he goes, um, 
Oh, I don't know what he said. It was something like, uh, uh, you know, it's not something you you would think of in Ireland. It's more like New York, you know, kind of breakdancing. And then he said something. But I suppose you could you could black up or something. Like he actually said that. <laughs> can you little, imagine that now? Kid. <laughs> but can you imagine that now? Like then, I mean, whenever when was that? Like ten? Yeah, how long ago did he do that? It was probably ten years ago at least. Yeah, and there wasn't. I mean, the sensitivity to anything like that now. He oh, would. Yeah, he would be, be walked out. Now, he'd be he? frog marched out of the yeah, building. Yeah, considering what happened, hook. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. He made a few faux pas, all right, in his time. Oh, I, I, and I uh, actually, I just tell you, I screwed up with him as well because I'd done the late. I think I'd done the late, late show twice with him, and. Uh, and then he asked me to do, he, he's, he had this golf classic thing to raise money for charity. Okay. Once a year. And all his mates would be invited. They'd all play golf for the day and then they'd come in and there'd be entertainment. And he called me. He called me like, just the phone rings and he goes, hey, it's Pat Kenny here. And uh, <laughs> it was out of the blue, like, it was really weird. And uh, he... Um, so I went to the uh, hotel uh, and uh, I wanted to do a sound. First of all, it was a bit weird because I wanted to do a sound check and the sound man said, that's uh, Dickie Rock's sound system. You're not allowed to use it. <laughs> I was like, and I said to him, well, like, I've been asked to do some comedy. Like, Dickie Rock. I Spit to, on me, I Dickie. I have to use Sorry. the sound system. I don't have my own ear. I have to, like, just was the weirdest thing to say and I, and he went, ah, sticky rock sound system, no one else there to use. And I went, okay, grand, look, I'm just going to tell Pat I can't do the gig. And he's going, I don't care, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Pat Kenny and said, look, I can't do the show. I've been just told that only Dicky Rock is allowed to use that sound system. And he went, hang on, hang on. And he rings Dicky Rock and explains the situation. He goes, okay, go ahead. And then he said, look, uh, you could do half an hour, but if it's not going well, cut it short. And he gave me, he's told me some advice that that Gay Byrne had told him. If it's not going well, wrap it up. And he says, "I'll, I'll uh, signal you." Uh, He'd be really good at recognizing uh, that, wouldn't you? Uh, and actually, it turned out it was tough. Uh, there was like there were an L show band lads in the you know, and they just weren't going for my stuff mm. but um, Pat Kenny then stood up and uh, I didn't I forgot that, that must have been his signal to go wrap it up oh. uh, but I just, oh, I just tore into him I, I said <laughs> he stood up and I went look at this I'm you know he's trying to do my act and, he, and he's trying to steal the spotlight and I just rip into him <laughs> And then the audience really didn't like me because they were all mates. Oh, okay. Kenny. I thought they might have just laughed along with that now. No, they didn't even laugh yeah. with that. I thought they'd I mean, get that's funny, the like, crack. Like. He's trying to get a bit of attention no, for himself, like, they, even now. Like, they yeah. didn't like that. And uh, and, I ne- and I didn't get... But I should have called him, I suppose. But I uh, didn't get booked on the Late Late Show since. Oh, God. Uh, oh, sorry, I did when Tuberty came back, but not, not with Pat Kenny. Yeah. And uh, did you, yeah, so you've been on with... Is, is it the same formula that's used with... Ryan then that they 
prompt you? It was the same formula with Ryan, yeah. Uh, and I did it once with Ryan. I, did, I haven't done it since. But I like I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do it to be honest. Um, or it just doesn't bother me doing, mm. doing TV. To be honest, I don't. I mean, there's one. There's one show in town, and it's fucking. Um, it's the late late show. Like that's it. You know? Yeah, it used to be though huge. It's not. Oh now. yeah, it used to be huge. It used it, to be everything. It, oh, like it used to be so big. That it could catapult you. I think, uh, what's his name? It does uh, Mrs. Brown and Mrs. Brown's boys. Yeah, your man, yeah. He literally went from nobody to massive by doing the late with Gay Barn, doing the late okay. late with Gay Barn. And uh, um. yeah, he said, uh, and he was on the late with Gay Barn and he went, Can I ask you a question, Gay? And uh, my friends, dared me to ask you this and he goes how's your mickey and the audience went oh my god he asked gay burn how's his mickey <laughs> isn't it fucking insane that that was the thing <laughs> hilarious oh i couldn't stand i can't stand this i mean even if uh, it, i mean i really like uh, irish shows that do well abroad but mrs brown's boys to me is death like yeah. it's like Ricky Gervais's character in um, extras you know that show that he gets sitcom, yeah. it's the same thing like. yeah it is yeah and yeah. it's so blatantly that I'm sure he's, I mean good luck to him and all that but like say for example Catastrophe which I've only watched recently it's Sharon Horgan I knew nothing really about Sharon Horgan I think it's fucking genius writing yeah. I really really think it's just amazing writing think everybody should watch it you yeah know, it's as good as any of those type of shows that you would see um and it's amazing that she did i don't know anything about her history like do you i mean but that she's done so well with that show i think she's done this then this other one who looked at divorce but from hbo it's amazing talent but mm. like that's that's talent i think and it really hits on a generation and it hits on mm. certain types of people just perfectly mm. Whereas Mrs. Brown Boys, but then Mrs. Brown Boys is one of the biggest comedy shows of all time. That's the masses, isn't it? Like yeah, like in the UK, you'd be surprised what's huge. I think remember there's a sitcom called The Family, uh, which ran for like it, it was never shown on RTE here, but it was I think it was a BBC. It was awful. I think it ran for like ten years or something. I remember reading about it that even at points during the shooting the cast of it said no we're not the script was so bad the cast actually said we're not doing this <laughs> and they had to rewrite the script wow. but, but the audiences <laughs> kept loving it even though the cast were like going this is absolute rubbish <laughs> uh, yeah. something about middle England or middle Ireland even as well they just like something that's not too challenging well, yeah, you see, I was thinking about mm. this the last day uh, when I was out running, uh, my best thoughts out running, but I was thinking about this idea of the masses, like, and how the masses, you know, say religion, and we're not getting into this, but it's just this idea in my head that religion obviously is huge and everybody feels validated because the masses, the masses go to mass. Like, the va you know, there was a time the vast majority of people go to mass. Mm. And the vast majority of people, the same, you know, and there's comfort in, well, everybody's doing it, so it must be true, it has mm. to be true. But then the same, if you were to look at the masses, they're the same masses who love 
Mrs. Brown boys and watch EastEnders week in, week out. Mm. So then, anyway, so if you were ever kind of wondering about anything like that, you just go, well, the masses yeah. are more than likely wrong about something. Well, it is interesting that they would, that the masses, as we say, uh, would like... And I am one of the so, masses now, and saying that too. But go on, yeah. But in general, that the majority of people would want, want something on TV that is just almost uh, a drug, like it doesn't make you think that you can zone out in a way. Yeah. yeah. I'd be afraid to turn on EastEnders because not that I would say it's absolute shit, that I'd probably get hooked. You know, such and such might have just had a baby or a bum and, you know, it's a different yeah. father. And you're instantly going, fucking bitch. You find yourself sucked in, you yeah. can't help it. And I, then, I, I, I watched it for a while in my 20s thing my late 20s yeah. but it was only on uh, it was on only once a week so but I couldn't this idea but that was the day with, uh, with Sharon and um, do you remember Sharon and Dirty yes. Dan yes yeah yeah <laughs> mm. we had only two channels then maybe you know yeah I, but, but look yeah. I, I also watched uh, oh, what was it the something years the Wonder Years. The Wonder Years. I used to yeah. love The Wonder Years. But they were kind of cool, The Wonder Years, were they not? No. Was it was it? A kind of a dorky kid. Yeah. And it was kind of his at least struggle. It might have been a bit of a formula. I can't remember, but there was something interesting about it. It was a nice fuzzy-wuzzy kind of... A bit like The Waltons. Jefferson, you I know, thought... But The Waltons, no. Or yeah. Les in the Prairie. It was like, made you feel yeah. like, ah, there was a time when everything was grand and <laughs> yeah, there was no baddies in the world. It was all just lovely. Fuck's sake. Little house and good night, Mary Ellen. Yeah, good night, John Boy. <laughs> or uh, I even watched um what's it called? The Huxtables um Doctor Huxtable. Uh you know your man who's now in prison for Oh the Cosby's. Cosby's, yeah. Oh yeah, sure he they we all watched that, yeah. I think he was a fucking Deviant. I always think really, really, really nice people, really nice people, there's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or really people who are just, have such a great front that you think, oh, that person's just flawless, they're lovely. Then yeah. there's something wrong. No? Well, no. look, uh, yeah, yeah, probably, mm. but, at, but Cosby was not just that lovely fella, but a lot of, you find people like Seinfeld and... Uh, people of that ilk would always have said he was the person that inspired them to be a comedian like he he was a well respected comedian yeah like he was humongous yeah yeah Mm. Uh, I never thought he was that I've listened to him a few bits and I thought it's alright I wouldn't have thought he was that good but they didn't really respect him over there in America Mm. at least do you ever watch Uh, um Dynasty, <laughs> this is gold, but Dynasty and the Colbys and all that. Yeah, I watched uh, and Dallas, Dallas, Dallas yeah. is big, but then Dynasty. more Dallas. I thought, I thought, yeah. I remember staying up to watch uh, like the first episode of Dallas uh, on RTE, so it was probably a year after it was on American, but it was being pushed before when I stayed. Like, I stayed up when I was maybe 10 or 11. I, I was quite young, mm. uh, but I was expecting something a bit more heavy, like Paul Dark, or you know, a really heavy. How drama. old were you? I was very young, uh, like 
Right. Maybe. Maybe twelve, actually. I just know, but. Uh, I just remember my parents go turn that or pause it or change the channel with the dirty bits. Oh, those dirty bits. In there it. was a few. It wasn't even dirty bits, but. No, that doesn't. You were probably at the age where you. Well, were. they were sexy. Sexy, sexy bits, women. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, dirty. <laughs> dirty sexy women. Dirty yeah. sexy. Oh, dirty there was women. the young girl was real, sexy with blonde hair. She was always like that. Oh, that was the was, the young. The, she was the, the wild young one. Of the family, so, I wasn't. I think it was, I'm thinking Sam Fox now for a second, but it's not. Uh, I know who you're talking about anyway. Yeah, she was the wild one, getting pregnant or something. Yeah, doing all mad stuff. I staying up late drinking cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> the mentler, yeah. <laughs> smoking in the house. Oh, sure look. Ah, there uh, were simpler times yeah. now. Yeah, but I saw it over in the uh, of fucking pedophiles and all that and, and Catholic Ireland. One anyway, no. I, uh, at one point, uh, went to Yugoslavia, when it was Yugoslavia, for a, a holiday. Well, there was a Medjugorje flight to, to uh, Yugoslavia. It's like. where Mary appears. Yeah, yeah. Where, where Mary, they go on a pilgrimage there. Uh, so you could get that flight and then not go to Medjugorje. And I went with three friends and we stayed in Yugoslavia. We stayed in, in someone's house, like you'd stay in their house. And they were watching... Um, and that was a communist country at the time, and they were watching uh, Dallas or, right. or Dynasty, and actually, which, but they and it's subtitled. It's funny. And was that like a big thing that they were oh, all the like, whole fa- you, all you the family bootlegging almost? Yeah, watching it. I mean, imagine they were the inflation in there at the time was unbelievable. Like there was wads of notes to pay for stuff. Uh, they're watching all these rich people in America, mm-hmm. thinking, "Oh, it must be great over there." <laughs> yeah, so, fucking hell. Mm. Um, and that's why we were watching it. Like, it's, it's, isn't it amazing that we were watching America, thinking it's amazing over there that's all free sex and drugs and wealth and everything, and we're stuck in this conservative religious country. And now you look at America, and you and now we are the liberals and you look yeah. at America and go they're the uh, right wing Christians who, yeah. uh, who want just, to, they uh, want to shut down the abortion clinics you, I'd be worried that is that the way it's it fucking goes or does it go in, circum, in cycles like that you know the more uh, liberal something gets then the conservatives seem to rise because they go because like the older I'm getting I'm, I'm becoming this fucking grumpy prick like when I hear just the extremity of left wing I am, I'm almost going the other way where I'm going ah, you're almost telling me what to do now and you're the same as the conservative sort of approach uh, yeah but I think there's a kind of left wing now that is is like oh, almost conservative yeah yeah um, like dogmatic kind of uh, um, almost like Christian except the opposite the opposite yeah they go to a protest in an envelope sort of crew like that's mm. that's what I got the vibe of yeah and I hope it just doesn't become that way again here. I I, I just hope, like we are. I, I I remember Tommy Tiernan saying this years ago. Some I think it was actually an interview with Gay Byrne, and he was talking about Irish people, and he was saying, "We are a wild fucking lot. We're a nation of nutjobs. Cut mm. us off. Let us just go wild." And I think there is that kind of Celtic madness and uh, 
freedom that we do all enjoy that carefreeness mm. and we're all we're, we are a little bit nuts and a little bit wild in our in our heart of hearts but obviously there's humongous amount of influences from Catholicism to the yeah to Britain to whatever the fuck so that Celtic thing is just a, a mist I don't know but uh, yeah, I think know there's an like? extreme uh, like we took <laughs> to Catholicism so strongly like I mean every other like Italy and Spain then Belgium they're Catholic countries but they didn't take it so seriously no they didn't no like yeah yeah you know whatever. I wonder where the fuck that comes from but is it the fact that we were ruled for so long and then when we didn't have the ruler we decided to put, make them the ruler more so yeah I think so it's like we yeah, need the we needed figure. someone telling us what to do and now we've got Europe yeah. more or less that's, <laughs> probably yeah Whereas we, well, I mean, then you see some people would say... And also, uh, like, this kowtowing to Apple. Isn't that unbelievable that, that uh, we uh, were awarded, uh, what was it, billion, 15 billion? And we Something, go, oh, yeah. no, no, we won't. We'll go to court to try and not get that money. Because you what, don't want to offend don't, Apple. You don't want to piss them off now and get them annoyed. It's like, it is like a father figure. Yeah. Get, they might leave us. Yeah. What is the fuck is wrong with us? It, is it a lack of... Confidence in our Total, own, in lack of confidence in our own. Uh, that we're all society, right, like. that we can survive without the help of someone else. That they're not just here because of the tax benefits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not because we're educated, uh, intelligent people and great crack. Who, it's not. Yeah, and <laughs> and a nice place to, yeah. to live. Yeah, it's not that. It's it's no, yeah. It's, you see, and I think we think, obviously, that it is because of the tax and we just don't want to ruffle their feathers yeah. because of the employment of it I was talking to a girl over in Brussels there last week I was doing a gig and she was like she couldn't believe this she was like saying a German girl she's gone Apple would stay if you just stand up to them you know they're, they're doing fine yeah I think what? they're doing fine like they are worth a trillion dollars they're, they're fine yeah, but even if they have to pay a little bit higher tax in Ireland, still less than what they pay in America. And it's funny that we're, like... We stick to that 12% like, thingy. They're bastards, Apple. They should be paying tax in their own country. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a short thing they're doing anyway. Have you guys... You don't have an Apple phone, do you? No, I... I went and spent wow. a lot of money on the new one. I'm such a fucking whore to marketing with it. I bought their... It's got facial recognition, though. I'll show you one of the features. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can do little characters. It's great. It's worth the, <laughs> it's worth the grand that I spent on it. Um, wow. But, yeah, I always wondered about that. Like, what is the story with this that we are... That we just play that the cap and hand thing. To a certain extent, we'll go on... No, sorry about that. Yeah. Now, sorry about that. No, just, yeah. Uh, I'll sort that out there now. It's like that. Do you ever see oh, that? Yeah, yeah, don't get... Did you, do you not notice a lot of people were saying about Baradkar? Oh, he... I don't like the way he's looking too victorious uh, about the uh, Brexit deal, you know. You shouldn't really be doing No, that. you should you put know, the head down. Le- you'll annoy Theresa May now, you'll annoy I will get in trouble. But it's like, <laughs> have you, what was that uh, show on the yeah. BBC? Was it White, Whitehead? Whitehead? Oh, what's that? They basically, one of their, the, the, the show was maybe 10, 15 years ago. And Paul Whitehead and oh, the, yeah. other, the other guy, there was two of them worked together. Yes. 
and the most famous one. They had the two characters. Yes. One was the British Lord, and the other one was the Irish help around the farm. Oh, yeah. And it was oh, always right, 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 yeah. And oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really. Good. Uh, you'd wonder: Have we lost, or have we ever? Whilst we might posture, sometimes, and we lost the plot. We'd say during the Celtic Tiger. Um, and that's that's what they say as well. Oh, we lost the plot. We didn't know how to look after us. That's, you could argue, well, we did lose the plot. I right? think we did. Though. Yeah, we did lose the plot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some people would say, you know, there is a kind of a thing as well where there's this underlying thing at the moment that, well, do you think, I mean, Great Britain would be stronger if they could bring Ireland back into the fold. And there is that kind of air that that possibility, however far-fetched, it may be that, that, what, that we we join back up join with back now. It's it's a kind of an underlying. I, that's only a sense, and I've heard it from a few people. And then, from a certain generation, say an older generation, seventy on, chanting to them about it, they go, "Well, we have done a pretty shit job, like, of look uh, since independence. We've done a shit. We've job. done a shit job since independence. That would be their view. I spoke to my mother about it, and she, I, I'd say, if there was a referendum on something like that, what would you do? And she go better for us all yeah is that right yeah and like obviously we have my mother yeah. where is she from she's from Walford she's from um, Castle Pollard where's that Westmeath oh Westmeath yeah. she's an, like Fagan there's you know she's an Irish woman if that's what you imply no I'm just I'm West, always, West I'm, I'm always aware that inside the pale Meath Dublin Wicklow Clare there's definitely slightly more pro-English yeah, well, I think South County Dublin, there is an underlying thing of that as well. Mm. That sort of, dare I say, rugby esque sort of vibe yeah. that is almost it is has some British in in its essence. Yeah. I think, but I I don't think that's unfair to say. I think it's true. Yeah. No, actually, I've said that. I've just said that, but I'm like, there's a lot of IRA activity in me as well. So. A lot of rat activity. Go yeah. On. Yeah. Oh well like I I um used to live in Dulik near Dulik and like they've got a uh a monument to the um hunger strikers and stuff and there'd be a march to that every year and flags and stuff. I often thought because my ex is English grew up in London, I often often thought, what would happen if Say England were playing a match and I just hung the Union Jack out the window. <laughs> you know, because go on. Oh my, my. Yeah, you're time, supporting. You know, yeah, yeah. So if I was like Jamaican and they were playing a football match, I think that'd be okay. That'd be okay, but why not a Union Jack? Yeah. I suppose it's mm. the imperialistic sort of thing that has been done to the country for eighty thousand years. It's not eight hundred years. Eighty thousand. There's a bit of that, I'd say. Yeah. Probably. Well, my son wore uh, an English uh, football jersey when he was seven or eight or something. Uh, he wanted yeah. one because he was going, I'm English. <laughs> there was an, and his friend he, yeah. who was born... This is his mum then who was English, so he would have he could have dual passports anyway. Yeah, he, yeah. 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 And fair he, enough. And his... his and obviously, because maybe he thought England were probably going to do better. <laughs> he backed yeah. the uh, more successful... But I don't know if they would have asked. But anyway, uh, but his friend at school, who both his parents were Irish, but your man was born in London, and I think had 
by the time he was one years old, he they'd moved back to Ireland. But you know, he knew he was born in London and he wanted an English jersey. He's going, ah, no, I'm in, I'm English. I was born in London. Yeah, fair fucks. That's all a load of bollocks as well, isn't it? Really, nationality and all that's a load of bollocks. It is bollocks. Yeah, it is a load of bollocks. Yeah, totally. Well, I think. It yeah, is. no, I've been me bothered about nationalism because you're supposed to be proud to be Irish or English or Scottish, but it's just an accident. Yeah. That you were, your father did the, and your mum did the business in this particular country and stayed here then. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I actually could not give a flying fuck, a genuine flying fuck, but I am really interested in freedom. And so absolute freedom to me is everything. So I don't, as long as, I, I just don't want any ruler or any fucking whatever. But after that, I couldn't give a flying fuck. So if being Irish means being free, then being free-ish but you know what I mean like I couldn't care about uh, what country or I mean there is no fucking country it's like somebody said to me once like you know can you actually dig up a piece of England and show me that it's actually what England looks like you can't it's not actually real it's an idea country Mm. name and um, but I still I am deeply interested in the idea of freedom just freedom to do whatever the fuck as long as you're not harming anybody and I think that that can be you know, that should be a thing that's associated with being in this country. Freedom, you know, Celtic sort of freedom. I like that. Wildness. Yeah, that look, I, of course, if someone else like the British Empire were yeah, not, not letting you speak your own language and, and also giving your land to, they were taking our land. So they were obviously ta- you taking wanna... our land and our women. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> obviously you'd fight against that, but it's, yeah, you would, yeah. So for the freedom to express yourself. Yeah, the way and I think you even the idea of paying taxes to a king or a queen is outrageous, but maybe, yeah. I mean, apparently it's good for tourism and all that lark, so. But at the same time, then to fight for freedom and then hand your freedom to the Catholic Church. And then hand is, your freedom to the EU. Yeah. In a way, yeah. It's interesting. The Catholic thing I've always found. Stunningly interesting from how everybody bought into it. Like I bought into it completely and utterly. Like it wasn't mm. until I was older that I, I saw through it. But that the whole—I mean, I remember getting up and going to see the Pope in nineteen seventy-seven, or uh, you know that was it. Yeah, did too. Yeah, and we left in the middle of the night. I remember right. it was exciting going yeah. to see this uh, person. It's just lo- it is um, it's like going to see Westlife or something. It's yeah, very exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I actually met all my cousins. I think it was a good old day out now. To be fair, but um, no, my like there is Republican blood in my my grandfather was a Republican and he was um, a Sinn Fein councillor and um, like there's this old history book that joined the Troubles and I remember when I was young flicking through it. My dad had just left it and the book itself was called The Troubles, and there I see my because my dad's family is from Clonus. But there's a picture of them running from the army. There's a cloud of smoke, and there's my uncle, grandfather, and another uncle running in in the muck in the field away. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a great old pic now, in fairness. Wow. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't think any of my family were involved in the rebellion or that. 
Mm. We're over in Galway now. Maybe it's too far away. Uh, the West Coast. It's a long walk. Is it the West Coast? West Coast. West Coast, yeah. It's chilled out in Galway now. Mm. Uh, We're not looking for a rebellion anytime soon, I'd say. Yeah, no, it probably didn't affect them that much. I mean, they all spoke Irish and stuff like that. Mm. So it wasn't affecting them there. Um, but... Um, Mm. Like it is, it is an upsurge now everywhere. Nationalism. Yeah, it's a thing, it's, isn't it? But it seems to go like that, though. It's interesting. It? It's not interesting. It's scary. No. I think that it just seems to be a thing that you, you see. I think the liberal movement has pushed so far into some people's faces so quickly that they kind of go, "No, no, you're not telling me what to do." Like, yeah, and it's the same as. The conservative movement telling other people what to do it's it's the same it is the same idea yet you know on the left i would have always considered myself a, a left which a, a liberal liberal person yeah but, but now i bet you like i feel i mean i, I there is a certain extreme left wing would go would take umbrage with a lot of things that i would believe in like yeah. fucking free speech like the extreme left don't want free speech if it's speech that they disagree with they don't want uh you know like people like who have right-wing views to speak in universities yeah because but that's part of free speech but do you take that into account now i mean this you're i mean comedy seems to be the one thing that is well, it seems to be it's so apparent then that rules are starting to creep in and there's a bit of controversy. There's rules starting to creep in around what you can do and what you can't do. Now, that would fucking kill me if I if yeah. I starting off with a scenario of, oh, well, now maybe if I do that, it's too risque. Yeah, I, look, it doesn't happen to me. Well, no, it wouldn't happen to me, but, I mean, maybe I'm not <clears throat> talking about being, I haven't talked about, I haven't done any material about transgender yet, anyway. Yeah. Or um, um, just the whole sexual thing. That's probably where you would definitely be on. I've done stuff about Muslim. Well, I was on like the radio recently, uh, Dave Hanning show, talking about this. And they had a guy on from UCD who was saying, yes, we there are, from the UCD Students' Union, who's saying... There are uh, people that we wouldn't allow to talk in the university, like we. And I did stuff about Muslim uh, uh, terrorism, and he was saying, "Yeah, maybe that material we probably would have a problem with, because we have some Muslim students." Which to me that's ridiculous because it's fine to it's it was it was apparently fine to do my. Uh, stuff about Jesus and that surely would offend Chris Catholics but you didn't want to be offending these Muslims but it's uh, I just don't understand how a voice this this voice has risen where suddenly it's not okay to offend somebody well that's the thing yeah I mean it is okay to offend somebody you actually have to allow something offend you you really really do have to take umbrage with something yeah you know, I mean, like, I suppose, you know, when you think of the Paddy jokes that are made for countless years about, you know, even like Paddy, simple as Paddy Englishman, Paddy Irishman, Paddy Scotsman, the Paddy Irishman always was the brunt, more or less, of that. Yeah. Now, 
that was just the way it was. And I, everybody could recognise, you might find it a little bit uncomfortable, or you might, I don't know, depending on who you are, but the uncomfortableness of the joke is part of the fucking joke. Like, feeling offended is part of it. And then knowing that a, some section is offended, you know, is almost part of it too. And everybody is in on the fact, on the offence. Yeah, but it's obvious that really it's not, there is no anger there. Really, like, especially I think in, for comedians, a really horrible, angry comedian doesn't really exist. They might have rage spouting out of them, you know, from time to time, but more than likely there's sensitive fucking twat in behind it all. Do you know what I mean? So there's no badness in it. It's just trying to push the boundaries, trying to break the boundaries, yeah, well, break over it's, things. It's comedy is definitely a, a, a place where you should be on the boundaries all the time. Not all the time, maybe not for a whole set or anything, but that's what you're... Because that's where comedy comes from, isn't it? It comes from uh, um, kind of uh, releasing, laughing about the things that you're sensitive about uh, that, that might you know creating attention and then the uh, laughter comes from that as yeah. well uh, like whatever but yeah it's, it's interesting now I do a bit, little bit about Jesus now at the minute being very passive aggressive that being crucified is a very passive aggressive thing to do because it's yeah. kind of uh, and uh, and mostly and, and it goes uh, well but sometimes in Ireland I have to say there's tension in the room and we think we're so liberal but and it's not offensive I don't think in any way, because it's just saying, like, you know, being crucified is passive aggressive. It's like, oh, don't mind me. You go off and fornicate, and I'll suffer for your sins, but I'm fine with it, you know, and, and yeah. there's a bit more to it than that. But, yeah, yeah, actually, but, I've included a bit. You know, that little clip that I'd say you avoided watching of us doing the. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, that yeah. was ages ago that I was talking about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we, I've already did the whole thing, yeah. You know that clip. You know yeah. that piece of material. Yeah, I've heard but, it before, Joe. Uh, it's a year ago <laughs> since I was talking about that, yeah. Uh, but anyway, that'd be no problem in Edinburgh or uh, in the UK doing that material, and it certainly would be Ireland where the, if there is any problem with it. And the, the, yeah, it would be. So it's funny that it's still there. Hmm. It's funny, yeah. Oh, what's his name from, who wrote Father Ted? I've, I found it fucking fascinating that... It, it, he was taken umbridge is i don't even know what umbridge i i used it taken umbridge umbridge, umbridge is a place in london isn't it? yeah i wonder no that's it, oxbridge <laughs> you're taking oxbridge <laughs> hey, um what's his name obviously you. um graham lenahan graham lenahan oh he's been involved in the whole debate about yeah but he gave out or it was basically the whole thing about the dog doing the Nazi salute. You've seen that. that yeah. This yeah. your man trained a dog to do a Nazi to salute. do a Nazi salute, and he was brought to court and prosecuted. Right. And your man, Jonathan Pye, was saying, "I mean, this is disgraceful. It's obviously a joke. Even if there's a fence cause or whatever, it's the underlying thing that obviously this is a joke." Whereas Graham Linton, of all, I suppose, of all people, given. Father Ted and given that Father Ted was came was coincided with in Father Ted yeah there was there, it was and also there was the Chinese hat on you know he put the Chinese lantern on mm. like this. so there was 
and he was starting to to his eyes like that to try and be like a Chinese person and that was like that is let's just say that it's racist and it's whatever else but then the whole program was built on taking the piss out of religion yeah in and the priests that were in it, everything about it, no stone was left unturned mm. in terms of ripping that apart. And he made his living out of that. Mm. And then I, I just couldn't get my head around how is his age or where, how the fuck did he think that he could just jump on the bandwagon and say, well, what, this is the line here and you can't cross this one. I don't know. I don't know. And I, yeah. I, I believe he, well, I've read that he has a thing about tran- the transgender movement are anti-feminist, isn't it? He's basically saying that now he's, that uh, a man can just say, well, I'm actually a transgender woman and walk into a women's dressing room in a pool, a swimming pool or something yeah. uh, and go, oh, no, I'm a, I'm, I'm a woman. I don't know, but he's got he's talking about stuff like that I mean he has a, that well that's kind of interesting actually. he has a point yeah, there yeah. Uh, there's a he was on the uh, conservative side of that argument definitely as well uh, well he was he was saying he was cut, drawing a line on what you could joke about though with Jonathan Pye who I think Jonathan Pye is really sincere sort of dude I don't know if yeah. you've ever seen any of his stuff but um, he was kind of saying Jonathan Pye was it wasn't funny or not that it wasn't funny that it was obviously racist and it's not good enough and he should be prosecuted. It's not obviously racist though, is it? No. no. Well, I mean, sorry, it's a pug doing a Nazi yeah. salute. Yeah. How? It's actually funny. I laugh. But like, off. it's fucking so ridiculously... Uh, I don't know if the owner thought it was funny. Say the owner was a racist. It's still hardly the most... There's so many other issues to do with racism. racism. But you if, you, if, you're, on that small if you were wondering how the conservative movement would rise, it rises as a reaction to those sorts of comments because people are just going, fuck off. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It plays into the hands of the right wing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Don't you look? Yeah, like there's... Uh, yeah, yeah, this idea that everything is, that uh, you can't even hear, ex- like, if if there are people with dangerous views or whatever, like, dangerous views or whatever, uh, you know, with right-wing views and they come to speak at the university, surely the thing is to uh, debate the point with them or, mm. or not go to, to listen to them, uh, not to actually stop them. In speaking because that really does play into the hands of fascism it, 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 you can't stand up then for yourself almost or you can't then so if you stop one side then you're, you're actually stopping the other side too though you, you're, mm. you're cutting off both I mean you see I, I think it's this it's, it's this almost fucking soft sort of offended which we all can get offended but it's allowing that bullshit to rise of that offence is going to kill you you know so I can't don't yeah. don't offend me uh, you know I'm all fucking uh, I, I'm high and mighty and above all things and you you, you are offending me it's like 
dudes, say men who are to really play this feminist card. Oh God, that virtue signal signaling, isn't it? It's kind of like I'm really yeah. There's I say that there's like a I think dudes who are feminists, women don't really need men to stand up for them. They just don't need no. men to fucking get in their way, like really. But they don't need men. Well, in my opinion, no. No, just get out of the way as opposed to being a fucking feminist. Yeah. You're you're just kind of you're Yeah, you're you're letting your own down, I think, now if you're going down that route. How can you be a feminist really well, like? It depends on what what you call feminism, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose you could say that if feminism is equality between men and women, then it favours men as well because it means that men should have equal rights to be parents, should have equal rights to time off, you know, materni- paternity leave. Mm. It, it, in that sense, it should yeah. favour both sexes. Yeah. 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 Um, all of that. So, uh, in that case, I'd agree. You know, you could be a feminist. Yeah. Man, but I mean, it means, it means. You know, it means like I mean, it's it means that it, if there's war, it shouldn't just be all fucking men going off. <laughs> yeah. <time>. No, I <laughs> look after the kids. No. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Well, I mean, it's not that yeah, long ago that, uh, that uh, millions of young men. Were died in in Europe. Yeah, uh, it's only a hundred years ago, and uh, it's just uh, mad to think that that certain people think would say then that that that's uh, what you call a it's society run by men or whatever. Oh yeah, I saw that as well. This this idea that's a patriarchy. Patriarchy, thing. sorry, that's yeah. the word. Yeah, but patriarchy. Yeah, all that shit. Like I, I just think it's simple. Get out the fucking way. Like do what you want to do. Like start your own business. Get just do what you ever you want to do with and both men and women. Just do yeah. what you want to do. Like that's it. Yeah. Just don't hurt anybody. And yeah, but like don't be annoying me like I that. I just think that the society. <laughs> I know, but it was society was set up in a way where there was no contraceptive. People had sex they had loads of kids uh it turns out women were it turns women are better at looking after them they are better any time who says anything that's the way society ended up going so men went out and worked and women looked after children i know and it i'm sure there was loads of men who didn't fucking want to go out and work and would prefer to have stayed at home maybe yeah and loads of women who want would prefer to have gone out to work but it was fuck it is the only way things worked out Mm. but it wasn't like I think this idea that you see, it's you. What what's happening is you're taking a finite number of powerful men and saying they're all men. Now, you know, but that's what this patriarchy is. That men have taken over, and you know, men have all the brilliant jobs and all this sort of fucking thing. Which yeah. I don't know about. It may or may not be true, but the the point is you're taking a finite number of extreme overachievers and saying that's the way it is. The average dude just plods along. That's right, yeah. We're not looking for any trouble. Yeah. And yeah, more than yeah. likely, we'll, if we've got some 
partner that we're with, whatever way that partner is, you you bend in like in all things in life. You compromise in certain things, and you you work together. But that's the average, I think, for the yeah. most part. That's the average thing. There isn't. I mean, you don't come home and go first me dinner, love. I mean, those days are long gone. Do you ever see, like? Do you ever watch Mad Men? And uh, you know the advertising. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd arrive home. Yeah. He'd put the bag, uh, his leather briefcase down and his umbrella and the wife would hand him a glass of whiskey and she'd say to the kids uh, just keep it down and he'll go up uh, he'll go I need to go upstairs just to clear my head <laughs> with the newspaper amazing now, <laughs> <laughs> now if you were to ask any man in his right would he say that's you know if he could get away with that he's going to get away with it he will yeah, take the opportunity yeah, now yeah. you know if it's all kicking but off the majority downstairs. of men I'm sure that you know you're pretty uh, you can be guaranteed that's not what happened they came home and their wife was like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 now I, I still think I'm sorry I know my dad would have helped out at home mm. but to a certain extent now I know uh, Nula's dad, he's never going to be watching this, but he's he never watched a, um, or he never changed a nappy in his life. Yeah, I'm sure, I wonder if my father did. I doubt it, I doubt it. Yeah. Uh, however, I lived on a farm, so my mother would be out on the farm as well. Like, uh, uh, I always got the impression, but see, I can't, so my mother died when I was 11, so I wouldn't know exactly uh, what, but I always got the impression my mother was really running the farm <laughs> yeah. yeah I think I mean this isn't a feminist thing to say that women are better than us like I mean it's not I'm not being not letting me own down I think we'd all agree that they're better people than we are nicer with kids just better all round they do more shit like you know I no? think so but I mean that may be just me maybe I'm just fucking useless <laughs> oh, yeah uh, but uh but uh, yeah, I think so, like some women are are very on the ball, like very on the ball, very on the ball. Well, I but I mean, when it comes to like, like I remember when it comes to getting presents for people, they know they get you a really good present, and I'm going, I don't know what to get. Like, yeah. but they're even able panic. to say if we were uh, chatting here now, say and say there was another conversation. Say if you're going out with, with Amadine, and she's mm. obviously listening to you and every word you're saying. But yeah. more than likely, she's hearing what's going on in the other conversation over there, like, too. As well. And when you finish talking, she'll go, oh, no, I was just... It sounds like they're having a fight. And she'll right. able to multitask that. Whereas, yeah. I mean, we can just about listen. And if it gets anywhere boring, we're up here, like, going... Dun, 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 yeah, Thinking yeah. about something else. Yeah. Uh, was that uh, well, it sounds something to do like we're being with, a bit uh, fucking feminist now, so... Was that something to do with, like, uh, odd, uh, that men had to focus on one thing, like, hunting or something? <laughs> let's just say it is yeah you couldn't be listening to other people chatting over the other side of the field or whatever or the desert or whatever well, I, I see or it, jungle I see it in my own kids that were the two lads are just just like lads and a stag do constantly like they're just fucking you know rah, yeah rah. whereas like Faye is at least earthed she's actually just earthed on the ground here aware of what's going on more yeah. in tune to what's happening whereas the lads just go around 
fuck. Yeah. Want to pit the shit out of each other and all that shit, like. Yeah, no. St- well, I had a boy and a girl that was chill, like, but seemed completely different. You know? Yeah. And. And apparently, why men succeed in, you know, in uh, business or whatever, is that they. Someone will go, who can do this? And a man will go, yeah, I can do that. You know, he hasn't a clue. <laughs> a woman yeah. will be going, oh, I don't, I'm actually not qualified. I don't think I could do that properly. Yeah, that's the ability to blag it almost. <laughs> and almost they will doubt, whereas the lads will just go, ah, oh, be grand. Like, you know, we just get through it. Like. Yeah. Because that's because we're not capable probably of thinking of all the possibilities that, you know, all the potential things that can go wrong. Whereas maybe the brains yeah. are differently structured where yeah. they seem way more risk and that makes it. But I mean, we're, we're bored yeah. now. I haven't a clue like either. I, so. I, was, I was talking to my friend over in America. He's saying uh, this fella came over to um, the States back in the 80s anyway. But uh, he saw a job. Uh, he's in the middle of America. He saw a job for a skiing instructor and he went for it. <laughs> He'd never skied in his life. And he fucking got the job. Wow. And it was just he was out on the slope with a group and it was quite obvious that he couldn't even fucking ski. Oh my God. And they went, shit, he, he just had me clue. He's but, a legend. But it's not fucking le- amazing. Oh, he's amazing. What a legend. <laughs> I mean, skiing is so hard, like, you know. <laughs> but it's not fucking amazing. Oh, That's brilliant. Some yeah. Just went, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. That is I've taught over in, uh, in Switzerland. How hard there. can it be? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're great, really. We're dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. Um, but um, what time are we at there? Actually, on your. Uh, uh, we're over the hour. It's in. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, we're a good bit. Uh, it's twelve thirty-four. Twelve thirty-four. Right. Okay. So, uh, sure. Might we keep on chatting? But I might turn this. Do you wanna have? To... I I'll um I'll turn this off. If you want, yeah. Or what do you think? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah, just uh, do one thing. Just uh, play it there. I mean, it's, it's too late anyway. Um, just on the off chance that well, it's go not, on uh, y- uh, YouTube. Your job. Yeah. Your job. And uh, it should be here. Just play. Yeah, just play now. See where it's at. Is it still? Oh yeah, that's still me looking. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. I have a new camera coming now. Thank you, Joe. Hey, thanks, Frank. Frank, Frank, morning, man. 